we're going to jump into James chapter 1, all right? Now, I'm going to talk about a lot of things with this, and, and, I, and I wanted to encourage you. Come on. You grab a hold of this today. We're going to be talking, talking about this throughout the week. This, I believe, is going to raise your faith to a brand new level. That no matter the situation, circumstance, trial that you're gonna that you're going through, come on, God is gonna give you a joy and a peace. Come on, there is gonna be a joy and a peace that gets added to you. Come on, that as you're processing life, each and every one of us do. Come on, as you're processing life, God's gonna give you extra measures of joy, extra measures of peace. Come on, that's going to take you through to the victory each and every time. Come on, when you get the revelation of what James was trying to impart to the to the believer, trying to impart to those he was writing his letter to, come on, as we get that into our spirit, I truly believe each and every one of us, amen, is going to rise up to a whole nother level in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus, glory to God. So, hey, guys, don't forget to share the broadcast. Make sure you get this message out there, amen. Smash that like button and hit that share button, amen. So here we go. James chapter one, all right? It says, James, a bondservant of God. Now, let me pray really quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your mercy, grace, love and power flowing through, hallelujah, each and every one of us here today. Touch us with your word. Increase your word in us, in each of us here this morning, Father, that we would walk out complete and total victory through every trial, through every circumstance, and through every situation. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Next level in Jesus' name. That's right, Auntie Cynthia. Next level in Jesus' name. Amen. Juanita, hallelujah. Good to have you on here this morning. Juanita, bless you, mighty woman of God. Where is Brian? Where's Brian? Brian, good morning. Okay, so here we go. James chapter 1. James, a bondservant of God of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I was cooking Gabe's birthday breakfast. Aw, Gabe. It's Gabe's birthday today. Hey. Well, I'll tell you what. I think they're in uh, Juanita's house. They put us up on the big screen. So everybody, listen up. Comments are going on the side. Let's everybody wish Gabe a happy birthday, okay? Listen up, Gabester. Listen up, buddy. Come on. Happy birthday, little buddy. Hallelujah. Come on. Happy birthday. So I want to just sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, little Gabester. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> and I hope you get a bunch of little dinosaurs and hot cars and all that cool stuff that you want. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We love you. Bless you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> uh, Sonia says, I'm believing God for a car. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll stand with you in that. Uh, uh, 
Sonia. Hallelujah. So listen, let's start this out. Well, this is going to help with that, Sonia. What I'm fixing to give to you, right, is going to help you with that. And we're going to talk about this all week because this is the principles of faith. This is biting in. This is this is giving your faith teeth, come on, to grab a hold of the promises and see you go through with joy, come on, expectation, and peace. Amen. And I'm going to say it again. Joy, expectation, and peace. Come on. Because I, I believe that this is going to give your faith teeth that's going to latch in. Come on. That you should receive every promise that God has for you. Amen. I believe that with everything within me. Hallelujah. Paul, good morning. Eve, good morning. David, my brother from another mother, good morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, here we go. Ready? James. So, we're going to James chapter 1. Here it is. Hallelujah. Woo. Ha well, I'll tell you what. I'm believing God for one to three places to open up doors for us. Amen, Joanne. Well, hey. Grab a hold of this message here this morning. Grab a hold of this here, what I'm fixing to lay down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And Eve, good morning to you as well. So here we go. Let's get started. James chapter 1. Bond servants of, okay, James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. To the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. So he's writing to the believers. This is a letter to the believers. Greetings, my brethren. Now listen to this. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And that word patience also is another word endurance. Patience and endurance. But let patience or endurance have its perfect work that you may be perfect, mature, and complete, lacking nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. There is a way, I'm going to say this, for each one of us. Anita, good morning there in Philadelphia. Oh, I should say good afternoon. Good afternoon there in Philadelphia. Hallelujah. There is a way for each and every one of us to enter into a place of completeness and a place of lacking nothing. Amen. Because if there wasn't, he would have never told us we could have access to it. And he's given us the keys of access right here in chapter one. You know, as I was reading through this this morning and the Lord was really impressing it on my heart last week as well. And uh, the Lord was really showing me in chapter one what James was giving to the church. He was releasing a revelation for the church of that hour and this hour. Come on. He wasn't only writing that letter. He was writing that letter under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Come on. That you and I could have the victory and complete in everything, lacking no good thing. Come on. Hallelujah. In our lives. My God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So be encouraged here this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. That as we grab a hold of these promises, you're going higher and higher. Come on. You're not going to lack anything in your faith. You're going to be complete. Come on. In every situation, because God's already provided for you and I the victory. All we have to do is enter in by the prescribed measure of his word, trusting him at his word, come on, applying it to our lives, and we will see the victory in, in each and every situation. And we will not lack anything, and we will be complete in everything. Hallelujah. I believe that. Come on. I believe that 100%. Hallelujah. So here we go. Now, let me just say this really quick. So in verse two, he says, count it all joy. The proper attitude in meeting adversity, because he's talking specifically about going through various trials. Now, I want you to know this. I, you know, last week I had mentioned this before, but I was dealing with something specific in my life. And the Lord kept repeating this verse to me, count it all joy when you go through various trials, right? Knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. The Lord just kept repeating that to me. And I was attending to his word at that time. Speaking of Proverbs chapter four, verse 20, meaning I was meditating on it, murmuring it, keeping it before me, right? I was attending to that word because I knew the word was going to take me into victory, amen? So therefore, as he spoke, it into me. I was attending to it and the Lord just opened my eyes so clearly. And it was, I saw the circumstance that I was dealing with. Like I was, I was like here and I saw the circumstance and I saw the enemy that was pushing the circumstance, right? And I saw, and this is, this was the, 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 it was amazing. I saw clearly, right? That even the enemy pushing, pushing the circumstance was only allowed because God was purifying my faith. Come on. Mm. He was raising me up. Come on. That I should have greater authority and dominion even over this situation, which he was causing greater faith to arise in me to come against this thing. So all of a sudden on the inside of me, joy came forth. And I started laughing. I started giggling. I started laughing because I saw in that moment, even the enemy, come on, God is using to increase each one of us through various trials and situations to increase our faith so that what? So that not only we'll have endurance, the character of heaven, but we'll also have faith that's going to be complete and lacking no good thing in our lives. Hallelujah. Woo. <laughs> mm. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I so I would just want to spend some time on this this week. I really want to get this pressed in. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 34. Amen. Amen, Sonia. Psalm 34 is huge. Come on. Hallelujah. So here we go. So let me get into this. So my brother encountered all joy. Now that counting it all joy is this, which it's it's not an emotional reaction, but a deliberate, intelligent appraisal of situations, right, from God's perspective. So when he says count it all joy, he's saying you're being deliberate. You're being deliberate and you're counting it as God's 
Like you're counting, let me say it like this. You're counting it in the situation and you're seeing it from God's perspective. So you can count it joy when you fall into it. Why? Because you know that as you activate your faith, God is going to come in and that promise is going to manifest and you're going to be the head and not the tail. Hallelujah. In Jesus mighty name, you're not going down. You're going up. You shall not lack anything, but you shall be complete in every way. So you count it all joy, not because, come on, not some ridiculous, oh, I'm just laughing. No, you count it joy because of what? You deliberately and intelligently appraise the situation from God's perspective. Let me see. You intelligently view the circumstance or the various trial you're going through, right? Through the appraisal of seeing it through God's perspective. Come on. You're not seeing it through the world's perspective. You're not seeing it through the eye of the enemy. You're not seeing it through the natural man. You're seeing it through the word of God. You're intelligently connecting, saying, no, I see this various trial I'm going through. I see it through. Ready? Are you ready for this? Come on. No, Sonia, we're in, we're not in, we're not in uh, Proverbs. We're in James chapter one. We're in James chapter one. Hallelujah. So listen, so you're seeing it through the eye of faith. You're seeing it through the eye of the word. That's how you can count it all joy. Because Hallelujah. So let me say this. The trials, as they're a means of moral or spiritual growth, we do not rejoice in the trial themselves. Now listen, we don't rejoice in the trial themselves, but in their possible in the possible resulting ready that the testing let me say this that the testing carries the idea of proving the genuineness the trials serve as a discipling to purge faith of any dross let me say that the trial that we're in hallelujah come on acts as a purger for our faith to remove any dross from our faith. Come on. Hallelujah. Stripping away what is false. Mm. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And the test, so, so patience, ready? Or, or endurance is not a passive resignment. You're not passively resigning to whatever this is. But it's a and it's an adverse circumstance that may rise against you. But patience is a positive steadfastness that bravely endures. Hallelujah. Come on. That bravely endures. He said, let patience have its perfect work, mature work in you, that you shall be complete and not lacking anything. Now let me say this. Perfect does not denote that you're completely, absolutely sinless, but carries the idea of being fully developed and mature. Now, the reason why I'm breaking down these counted all joy, various trials, testing of your faith, patience, right? Perfect work, completeness, and lacking anything, because the rest of the chapter are all based off of these principles. Mm. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Gary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray for me, for my friend Juan Perez, the taco man, the Sunday market. Uh, thank you, Jesus, his healing. Okay, so let me just take a moment here, guys.
So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just ask you right now for uh, Perez, Juan Perez, in the name of Jesus, to, uh, to receive healing, supernatural healing in the name of Jesus. Supernatural healing. We speak supernatural healing over him. We declare supernatural healing over them in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you right now in Jesus' name for reaching down and doing whatever needs to be done in his brain in Jesus' name. That you would realign everything perfectly, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for a supernatural healing over him, a supernatural touch of heaven over him, and I thank you in Jesus' name that by your stripes we are healed, Father. We are healed. And Isaiah 53, 5, we are healed. 1 Peter 2, 24, we were healed. Come on. So therefore we are and were and it is complete because you took and removed our sicknesses. So therefore we don't have to bear what you bear for us. And we know that you already bore this stroke. So in Jesus name, I thank you for supernatural healing over one in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So that word perfect, right? Doesn't denote absolute sinlessness, right? but carries the idea of being fully developed in maturity, right? And the word completeness, let me just lay this out, underscores the thought of the fullness and wholeness. Come on, the fullness and the wholeness that will be with the one who has been made perfected by patience and endurance. By what? By trusting, come on, by trusting in God for what it is that he's doing. That you can count it all joy. Why? Because you see and you intelligently look at whatever various trial you're going through. Come on. Fully developed in maturity. That's right, David. Come on. You're seeing faithfully. Come on. That your God is a good God. That he's a loving God. That he's a merciful God. And you understand that you're not applying to this trial a earthly way or anything like that, but you're bringing a heavenly supernatural power into the situation by faith. Now, let me say this word endurance is huge, right? This word endurance is massive and you can run really quick if you want to go to Hebrews chapter 11. Well, excuse me, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 30, 35. It says, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Come on. We're talking about what causes joy in various trials to produce, right, patience or endurance. That, and he says, do not cast aside your reward. Hallelujah. For you have need of endurance. You have need of patience. So that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Ooh, listen, now that word endurance or patience means this, to persevere, to bear up, to hold out, to endure, to remain, the capacity to continue to bear up under difficult circumstances, not with a passive complacency, come on, but with a hopeful fortitude that actively resists weariness and defeat. Do you hear that? That actively resists weariness and defeat. So you're going through a trial. Come on. 
Hallelujah. And you, and, and you count it all joy. What are you saying? You're not resigning yourself. Come on. But you're trusting. You're looking at it intelligently. And you're saying, you know what? I can count this joy because I understand that my God is for me. I understand that he's given me the authority and power. I understand that this thing is only meant that's coming against my life to increase and develop my faith. Hallelujah. That all the dross or the falsehoods should be pulled out of it. My God, that, that patience should have its perfect word. What is that? A steadfast, mm, a steadfast resistance. Come on. That you would be mature. So you can counter. So you're, what do you do? You're resisting it by the promises of God. And what is that doing? That's increasing the endurance and patience within you that you should be complete. Come on. When it's had its full, when it's had its full work, you should be complete, lacking no good thing in your life. My God. Come on. Hallelujah. Woo. And see, absolutely it's a process. And what's that process? Just like I talked about last week when I went through the situation. Come on. Hallelujah. But, but let me say this. The process doesn't go forever. The process goes for a time. Come on. And that time is the development of your faith. Come on. That time isn't like we're always being developed. Come on. But it's, 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 it's resting in him. Because look, here it is. I, I want to say this. I want to say this. If you're going through the same thing and it's been years, listen, there has to be a victory in there. Because, see, that's what patience produces. That's what maturity produces. It produces the victory. It produces the overcoming. If there's no overcoming, come on, that means patience or endurance hasn't had its full work. Because there always has to be a victory on the other side, come on, to give an increase in each of us to take us to the next level. <clears throat> Whoo! And I like that. I like that, David. It says, like training a healthy body. That's right. It doesn't happen instantaneous, but the reward at the end is worth it. That's it. So, but even with, so I want to add to that because that is so good. So even with the body, come on, there's results that happen. Come on. When you work that muscle, and we're talking about in the natural now. You work that muscle. Come on, think about it. Let's say you're doing curls, right? I do curls quite often, <coughs> quite often at the gym. So you're doing curls. You're doing curls. Come on. There's growth to that. There's growth to that. That in the natural realm, you you start to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Now here's the amazing thing. Once you've got through it, come on. All of a sudden, you're getting stronger and stronger and stronger. You're being equipped even more and even more. Come on, why? Because your muscle is being trained, right, to produce results. Your muscle, I'm talking about doing curls, is being trained, come on, to produce results. So it is with your faith. As you train it, amen, in the measures of endurance, resisting, come on, 
what the various trial is trying to put. You're resisting it in joy. You're resisting it in faith. And come on, what is the endurance? What is just like what happens when you're working the muscle? Come on. What happens when you put some put some weight on there? It exposes the weakness to the muscle. So it is with faith, right? God puts a little, and I truly believe it. He puts the trial comes upon us, right? Or the situation comes upon us or at us. Come on. And it, what does it do? It's designed to reveal if there's any falsehood or dross in our faith so we can get the dross out purified. It comes to the top immediately. Come on. Just like with the muscle, its weakness is exposed immediately. Come on. When weight is added to it. So it is with faith. When there's a little pressure added down, come on, it exposes the weakness. So therefore you can deal with that. Mm. Get it moved out of the way and then see the increase begin to come as you're actively resisting. Come on. That's what endurance is. Actively resisting that which is coming against you. Attending to the word. Meditating on the word. Standing on his promises. Being filled with joy. Understanding you're intelligently looking at this situation. Come on. And you're saying... And you're making the choice by faith. My God is able. And I'm actively resisting. I'm actively pushing against this. Hallelujah. Come on. And then what does he say? You'll lack no good thing in that area. Mm. You're not, when it's complete, come on. When your endurance, when your patience has its perfect work, it says mature, what happens? You're going to be complete and lacking no good thing. My God. Whoo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's exactly it, Robert. Resistance training. Resistance training. <laughs> but man, that's just so good. Boy, that got me going, David. Because that is so on the money. Kayla, good morning. Good to see you on. Julie, good morning. Good morning, Julie. Good morning, Kayla. Good morning, Julie. Hallelujah. So listen. I want to take this a little further with you here, and you know what? It's important to me because what, what James is fixing to lay out, now this is what I absolutely love, what James is fixing to lay out in here when he goes into verse 5, he's fixing to give you a clear picture. Come on. Shh. That's right, Joanne. I don't lack. Amen? Because why? Because God's got my back. Purging purification brings more in Christ Jesus. Amen, Julie. That's 100% on the money, right? It, it builds, ready? That purging or that the various trials we go through should produce when we're connecting these, 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 these character traits of heaven that are in us. Come on. Because that's what it is. Count it all joy. That's a character. 
That's a character trait of the Holy Ghost living in you. Come on, with the knowing that the testing of your faith produces that endurance. Come on, resistive, resisting actively against it. Come on, but that perfect work is going to mature you that you should be complete and lacking no thing. Come on, he says right here, and I want you to circle this because I want you to grab a hold of this. Come on, because you shall lack no thing. That's what my Bible says. You shall lack no thing. I want to tell you today, you don't lack anything at all. Come on. Hallelujah. I want to tell you today that there is a way you can be complete. There is a way that you can lack nothing. How is that? Is that you allow the principles and the character of God to be worked into you? That your faith is being what? Purified by the various trials that you're going through? That you're actively resisting these things? You're not bowing to them? You're not yielding to them, but you're standing on the promises of God. You're intelligently looking at them saying, my God is more than enough. You're attending to his word. You shall not lack nothing. Come on. You're not going to lack a single thing. Why? Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Because God before you, who can be against you? My God, he's given you a way out. He's given you a measure of provision. You're going up and not down. God is on your side. He's given you a way to give you the victory. He's given you a prescribed measure. Come on, right here to enter into a place to be complete, lacking nothing. Mm. So endurance. Let's think about this really quick. I just, man, this is this is just getting me going. Think about this: endurance in your life, or perseverance, or patience. Right, having its perfect work. In your life, you'll be complete, lacking nothing. So that word perseverance, that word endurance, right? Let me go back to it really quick. Hallelujah. The definition of it. Hallelujah. And it's this right here. The capacity to continue to bear up under difficult circumstances, not with passive complacency, meaning you don't dial it back, meaning you're not like, oh, well, let's just, well, Come beyond, you know, this is just how it is. No, 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 no. Come on. Passive patience endurance says, no, this isn't how it is. Come on. My God is greater than this. Come on. You don't back up and you don't back down. You press the situation. You press the circumstance by the promises of God. You don't back off of it. You push it forward. Come on. Because your faith, come on, won't allow you to back down. Your faith rising up in you. Come on. It'll cause you to take a stand. And then the character of of endurance, the character trait of the Holy Ghost living in you, the character of the believer, come on, won't back up and it won't back down. This is the truth. I'm not wavering off it. If God said it, I believe it. If he says I can do it, I'm going to do it. Come on. If he says there's nothing impossible, I believe him at his word. I trust him at his word. See, you're actively resisting the, the various trial. You're actively pushing against it. Come on. And when that has its perfect work, meaning when the characteristic of the character of the Holy Ghost, come on, becomes that character of you, come on, what's going to happen? You're going to be complete lacking nothing. Come on. And you can develop that character by what? By choosing to act 
actively resist against things, to allowing your faith as you're going through various trials, various situations, to be purified, looking at it intelligently, looking at it from a spiritual eye, saying, I understand that this is only meant coming against my life to raise me higher and take me up above. Come on, that I would lack no good thing. That my life would be an advertisement of the glory of heaven everywhere I go. My God, somebody. Hallelujah. Woo! And I just decree and declare that over each and every one of you. Come on. the That characteristic of active endurance. Come on. Let it manifest in your life. Being hopeful, fortitude, filled with fortitude, actively resisting weariness and defeat. Come on. You're not defeated. I'm going to say it again. You're not defeated. Hallelujah. You're not defeated. Hallelujah. You're not defeated. That's right, David. You're not defeated. Come on. This is the flow. I'm going to say it because that, that's perfect timing, David. This is the flow of 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, the overcomer flow. Why? The overcome overcomes the world by what? Your faith. You're actively resisting the things of this world by your faith. What's your faith rooted in? That Jesus is the Son of God and everything that he said is true. And just like with Mary, come on, think about this. Just like with Mary in, in uh, uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 37 and 38. Come on, the angel comes with a prophecy to her. You're going to be a virgin. The vir the, you're going to bear a son. His name will be called Jesus. Come on, he's going to be the prince of peace. Think about this. This ain't Gabriel's telling her all these things. And then he says, and nothing is impossible with God, right? Verse 37, Luke 1, 37. And then what does Mary say? I love this. Mary says, let it be unto me. Come on. That is what I'm talking about right here. Let it be unto me as your word has said. Mm. That is that active, let it be unto me what your word says. Let it be unto me. Come on, the God of impossibility, the God who can make impossible possible. Let his word that he has spoken, let it be unto me as he has said. And I will actively resist. I will stand my ground in faith. I will not back up and back down. I will not grow weary. I will not step back. Because I know I can trust him at his word. He's a good God. He's a loving God. Matter of fact, if you go to James chapter 1 verse 17, it says every good gift, perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lies with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Come on. Hallelujah. Of his own will he brought us forth by his word of truth. Listen to that. By the word of his truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creation. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. That's what you have to settle in your heart. That God is a good God. That he's not a bad. Listen, I want to make this clear. The devil is a bad devil and God is a good God. Come on. And you need to make that decision. The devil, that old African preacher said that. The devil is a bad devil and the God is a good God. I mean, that's the key. 
That, that is the key that will take you into the joy that we're talking about here through various trials. That God is a good God. His word is what he means. What he said is what he'll do. Come on. Hallelujah. My God. Mm. Come on, Terry Lynn. Amen. John 1, 17. Come on. <laughs> Woo. That's right. Come on. He is the living word. Amen. Alive and active. Hallelujah. The word made itself flesh. Hallelujah. So listen. So think about this for a moment. Various trials. So you can be complete and lacking no good thing. Now we're back in James. We're back in James chapter. And I want to read through this now. James chapter 1. Right? And we just read through verses 2 through 4. That you're complete lacking nothing. Now from this, from verse 4 down all the way to the end of verse 27, James is fixing to give you things, ready, that, that work, work against faith and things that work for faith. Let me say that. In the rest of this chapter, chapter one, James, man, I love how the Holy Spirit speaks through James right here. He gives you the key to your breakthrough. He gives you clear, definitive breakthrough measures that you'll see the victory every time through various trials, right? And then from verse 5 on, he gives you, right, anti, and let me say it like this instead of that. Let me say, ways that you're going to enter in and ways that you won't enter in. And all the way through, he gives that. And he gives perceptions of the one who endure. He gives perceptions of of the one who walks in joy. Mm. Hallelujah. So let me continue to read here. Hallelujah. Come on, Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's it. Come on, Lisa. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed is the one who perseveres. That's right. James chapter 1, verse 12. Come on. Blessed is the one who preserves. Blessed is the one who endures. Come on. Blessed is the one who actively reasons. Oh, you got me going again, David. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Verse 5, okay? Hallelujah. If you lack, if if any of you lacks wisdom. So what is he doing? So right now, and, and you have to hear me on this. What is he showing? He's going to show you activation of something. He's going to give you an activation of this in your life right here. So he says, if any of you lacks wisdom. Now, I love James right here because this you know this is Holy Ghost. I mean, you know, you you know this is Holy Ghost right here. When when he was penning this, I, I could imagine the Holy Ghost saying, now, now just put this, James, if any lacks wisdom. Why? Because we all lack wisdom. There's not one person, I'm going to say it right now, that doesn't lack wisdom. Let me just say that. We all at times lack wisdom in situations or various things that we're going through. I mean, this, this is... <laughs> this is what makes this so beautiful. Listen to this. If any of you lacks wisdom, because we're all we're all in need of that wisdom. Come on. Let him ask God. So what is he doing? He's showing you now the measure of faith, come on, that's going to access the place of of your of your needing, right? So he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally right? And without reproach. Now, let me say that word liberally, right? Without reproach. This is 
uh, it's not a stingy thing. God's not sitting up there holding things back from you at all. Come on. But there's a prescribed measure. Let me say this. That enters into that place that gains what you need. There's a prescribed measure. So if you run really quick, and I'm just going to show Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says this. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. You must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So what brings access to the Father when you ask God, now think about this, is faith. Mm, come on. So if you lack wisdom, so what's, what's James doing through the Holy Spirit? He's giving something that we all deal with. Every person, every person on the planet, come on, deals with this. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask God, right? Who gives to all liberally, without reproach, without, let me say that word reproach means this. God isn't behaving, right? Like a juvenile immature. Describing that word reproach, right? Also describes youngsters who tease and taunt one another, right? So God isn't, God gives to all liberally. In other words, he's not holding anything back from you. He's not using anything that you've done or something against you and, and pointing it out and laughing at you and this kind of thing. No, 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 no. God's up there liberally ready to pour out over you. Why? Because you're a son and daughter. Because you're asking him, my God, come on. There's no reproach there. And it will be given to him. So see what? He's given you an understanding right here because we all lack and need wisdom at times when we're going through different circumstances and situations. Come on, every single one of us. He says, go ahead and ask God, but understand, understand this. This is the perception of the one that receives, that God gives liberally, meaning he's not holding things back from you counting oh you didn't you did this you didn't do that you didn't do he's not up there doing that like some immature kid come on that's what that word reproach means but he's giving to all who approach him in faith when you ask he's gonna give My God. Shh. Shh. so he's showing a mindset right now he's showing a clear mindset my god is hallelujah let me say this so, so the wisdom which may be had by asking in faith is not intellectual knowledge or philosophy of, uh, philosophy of speculation, but spiritual understanding of the purpose of a trial. <laughs> so now he's connecting it. You see what I'm saying? What he's saying, asking. He's saying, ask for the wisdom now to come through this trial. Come on. With understanding of purpose as you go through it. When God grants a gift, he does it so liberally without reproach that is generously, not stingily or grudgingly given. It's given. My God. It's given. So what is he doing? So James, through the Holy Spirit, is releasing to you 
the eye of faith right here. He's giving you a clear insight of faith. What the mind looks like, what it, what it looks like when one asks by faith. That you understand God isn't up there trying to shift and turn it around. That you know that you know he is a good father and he's a good God. And he's not trying to get it out of your hands. He's trying to get it into your hands. But then amazingly, look what he does. Look what he does. Verse 6. But. But. So ready? When he uses that word but, what's he fixing to do? He's shifting the eye. He's shifting your perception. Now he wants to show you somebody else who looks another way. But let him ask in faith. Ready? With not doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven, tossed by the wind. Mm. Listen to this. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded, unstable in all his ways. So here, in verses 5 and 6, he gives us clear pictures of faith and non-faith. What will take you out and what will take you in. Right? Let me say it like that. Good morning, little firecracker. Amen? Listen, he's giving you one that will take you out. Your doubt will take you out, but your faith will take you in. Now, this morning, the Lord showed me this. And, and hallelujah, I got to jump off. Oh, Juanita, we we'll love you guys. Love you so much. Happy birthday, little, 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 little Gabester. Bless you. Bless you. Now, so listen, 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 I want to. I want to say this really quick. The Lord showed me when I was reading through this this morning before I got on. He showed me somebody like a, a door to a house. Okay. He showed me a door to a house. The outside and the inside. A double-minded man, right, is one who puts his foot through the doorway but keeps his other foot on the, on the outside of the door. Come on. Opening the door, only putting your foot in and back and forth. Back and forth. Never fully committing himself to entering in. And that's what doubting is. You're never fully committing yourself to enter in to enjoy. Now hear this. To enjoy the substance of the home. But if you stand in between the house and the doorway, outside and inside like this, and you're unsure, well, is it better out here or is it better in there? Is it better out here or is it better in there? And that's what doubting is. Let me say that. Is it better out here or is it better in there? Is it better out here or is it better in there? There's always that back and forth. Come on. You've got to make a decision. Faith clearly makes a decision and enters into the house to enjoy the substance. Come on access to the things of the home but if you don't walk in you'll never get in to enjoy those things mm. and that's a double-minded man that's just a picture the lord gave me this morning is somebody who doesn't fully enter into the house he's just in the doorway going back and forth because he wants the best of both worlds come on he wants the best of this and the best of this and, but doesn't want to pay the price to get in to get what it, what you need out of it. Does that make sense? Like he, he wants to reap all the goods of the house without actually committing to the house. 
He wants to reap all the goods of the outside, come on, but without actually fully committing to those things on the outside, going back and forth, back and forth, come on. And God says, let that man think that he'll receive nothing. Why? Because he doesn't trust God. He won't trust him. He won't rely on him. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, whoo. Ha, mm. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Good morning, Rodney. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, and my, Rodney and Maya, good morning. Hallelujah. So think about that. Think about that. So what is, what is faith saying? So faith does this. Ready? Because James just laid it out. Is saying this. God, I make the choice to walk in and shut the door behind me and passive or not passively but but endure come on having access to all the home has to offer Whew. hallelujah and that's making that decision i'm all in i'm all in because there's nothing that exposes a man or a woman quicker than a trial that comes against them where they're at spiritually. Come on, think about that. Think about that. Why? Because the trial is designed to draw out what's within. Mm. <laughs> That's it, David. Shut the door behind me. It's the key. So, right? The trial's designed to draw out if there's anything there, come on, that's anti to your faith, anything there that's holding you back, the trial, various trials are designed specifically to draw the dross up so we can sweep it away, whatever it is, repent, get right, whatever, right? Re right? Even right now, come on, as you're hearing this word, God is probably bringing things up in your heart. Hallelujah. Areas you've dialed it back. Areas you should have stayed and, and, and you got weary or complacent and you dialed it back when you should have been pushing it forward. Come on, what do you got to do? That's just revelation coming to you that now you can take that dross and push it off. And that's just, God, forgive me. Now help me endure, come on, to bring, to bring glory to your name, to establish your kingdom, to see the glory of God, that I would be that billboard advertisement, come on, everywhere that I go, come on, that everywhere I go, that I would see blind eyes open, deaf ears open, come on, the lame dancing, my God, hallelujah, whoo, see, there's a purpose of what's going on, there's a purpose behind what James is saying right here, there's a purpose of arriving up of a generation. There's a purpose of the men and women of God raising up to another level, grabbing a hold of the promises of God and reaching forth to a generation to see them impacted by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now think about this. Think about this. When you rise up in faith, come on, the world is going to try to press you. Why? Because your faith is contrary 
or goes contrary to the world system. So the world system, the things of the world, the devil, all of that, the they're going to push against, they're going to try to push against that faith. They're going to try to overcome that faith. But you have been designed that your faith is higher, at a higher level of operation. That's the importance of endurance. Because endurance, as the world is trying to press you with the trials, with various things, your faith rises up. Come on. And if your faith is kind of lacking, the things of lack will be exposed. You just get it right, repent, and allow endurance, come on, to rise up in you and begin to press out that world. And then what's going to happen? Your faith will overcome, hallelujah, the circumstance or the situation. Hallelujah. But in that, come on, doubting is what will take you out, but your faith, come on, of trusting in him will take you in. Whew, man, I'm talking to some people here today. Hallelujah. My God. Whew. My God. Hallelujah. Shh. Like press grapes. Yeah. Absolutely, Carol. Absolutely. Come on. God is the healer. That's right, Terry Lynn. Come on. That's it. That's it right there. So listen, listen, hallelujah. So I'm going to be talking about this for this entire week. I want to really grab a hold of this. I want this, this chapter one, because this is James. The Lord showed me this so clearly this morning over this past week and, and, and this morning too. Just, he showed me so clearly that this was written to the church for the churches rising up, for the individuals rising up. Come on. And in the circumstances of life pressing, this is your rising up. You shall be complete, lacking no good thing. I decree it and declare it over each and every one of you here today. You're not going down. You're rising up. <laughs> Woo! You are a world overcomer. Come on. I'm talking to you today that you overcome by your faith. Come on. Your faith is what overcomes. Your trust and belief that Jesus is who he says he is and that you have full access to every single word. Come on. You've got full access to every Every single promise that God's not up there acting stingily or anything like that, but he's liberally pouring out on all of those who ask and believe you shall receive and you shall win. You shall not back down. You shall push forward. You are the army of the living God. You are a generation chosen at this hour to lift up the name of God, to see the nation shaken by the power of the Holy Ghost living and abiding on the inside of you. That everywhere you go, you're an advertisement of heaven. You're an advertisement of his power. You're an advertisement of his glory. You don't back down. You've been filled with that endurance that you lack no thing for any situation or circumstance that may press your way. Healings needed, you've already got access. Why? Because you lack no thing. You've been made complete. God is living and abiding in you. My God, somebody shout hallelujah. Ah, mm, 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 mm. 
that there's nothing impossible for the one who believes. There's nothing impossible for you. That there'll be nothing impossible for you. Greater is he that's in you. You've been set up for this hour to walk in the victory of God everywhere you go. You go from victory to victory because Jesus is seated upon the throne. He already overcame death, hell, and the grave. He broke the power of the devil. He broke the authority. Now it's our position as believers to receive it by faith and press the will of heaven everywhere we go. Enduring, pressing, not growing weary. Hallelujah. But standing by faith. And we shall not lack. We shall not lack any good thing. Hallelujah. My God, hallelujah. Let And just like with Mary in, in uh, Luke chapter 1, verse, that just really sticks with me. It's been really shuddering with me these last few days. Luke chapter 1, verse 30, 37 and 38. Come on. Let it be unto us as your word has said. <laughs> Come on. As Gabriel pronounced to, to Mary, nothing's impossible with God. Come on. And what was Mary's response? Her response was, let it be unto me as your word has said. Let it be unto us as your word has said. As your word has spoken, let it be unto us. Whoo! Let it be unto you. You've said it. We believe it and we receive it. And we open our hearts for the characteristic of God to be worked, the character of God to be worked into us. And we're working that muscle to get the finest tuned faith production in every area. My God, hallelujah. Whew. Mm. Jesus, hallelujah. So just lift your hands where you're at right now. Father, I thank you, Lord. As we've gone through James chapter 1 through verse verses 8, 1 through 8, Father, I thank you for just a greater measure falling upon every person here today. A greater measure, Father, whether the replay or here or the live. A greater measure falling upon each and every one of them. Father, a greater clarity on their vision. A greater clarity to see for what things really are, Father. Seeing, come on, for what things really are. Seeing in the supernatural. Seeing through the eyes of God. Seeing through the word of God. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for that over each and every person here today. We decree it and declare it in Jesus' name and let it be unto us. That's it, Arnold, right there. Let it be unto me as your word has said. Come on. Let it be unto me as your word has said. His promises are yes and our amen back to him. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. I truly believe there's an hour in time that's now rising. Come on, where the church is rising up, that we shall lack no good thing. Come on, that God is rising up men and women. Come on, walking in high measures of faith, high measures of endurance, perseverance, characteristics. Come on, that are defeating death, hell, and the grave everywhere you go. Blindness being healed, deaf ears being healed, the lame being healed, sickness and disease fleeing in every direction. Why? Because you're on the scene. Mm. Salvation's coming forth. Come on. Because you're on the scene. 
Because you see and know and you perceive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the word. That's the word of God. That's the word of God. Come on. That's that's the word. That's I've only gotten into the first eight verses. I mean, come on. We still have another. It goes to verse 27. We haven't even gotten into some really big. I mean, those are big things. But man, he really lays it out in there. I truly believe you're going over the top in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now listen, if you're on here today, now, now don't jump off. Listen, don't jump off right now. Don't jump off. If you're on here today, listen, whether you're on the replay or here on the live, and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, and you're saying here today, man, I need to have this in my life. I need to have this in my life. Maybe at one time you did have Jesus in your life, but hell hit your life like a Mack truck, knocked you off course, death of a loved one, a sudden bankruptcy. Maybe it was secret things of the heart, offense, pride, arrogance, these kind of things, but kind of drug you away. And you find yourself in the position today after hearing this message, I need to come back to Jesus. Listen, Romans chapter 10 is clear. He says, all those who call upon the name of the Lord, believe in their heart that he was raised on the third day, you shall be saved. You confess with your mouth, believe with your heart, you shall be saved. Now look, there's one confession that covers all. And I wanna pray that with you and for you right now. There's one prayer and it goes just like this. And I want you to repeat it after me right now. Listen, say these words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Thank you, Terry Lynn. Wash me and cleanse me. Make me anew. Forgive me, Jesus. I recognize and believe that you came in the flesh. You suffered and died. You rose on the third day and you're coming back for me again. I believe. Fill me with the promise of your Holy Spirit to abide with me and never leave me. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger and thirst for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach your gospel. I am saved. I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Johnny. Yes, yes, yes. Take that call. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Kahanu. Good to see you on. It's so good to see you guys yesterday. You and your hubby. Love you guys so much. Come on, Julie. That's it. Hey, listen. Come on. If you said that prayer, I want to encourage you. The header of this video is an email. Truth and Fire Ministries. Listen, email us. Let us know that you made that decision. Go on the messenger or right here in the comments, right? Right here in the comments. Just put I did and then connect your email if you want to. And uh, we have free material we want to get into your hands ASAP. Also, listen, if you join in on these broadcasts and you, and, and, you're, and you come in and join in on them, 
Listen, we have free Bibles. If you don't have a Bible, we want to get you a Bible. There's many on here that have received Bibles for us. We don't just send out, you know, the you know the ones you can barely read. I mean, we send nice Bibles. Come on. It's a free gift of the ministry. If you don't have a Bible, we always want to get you a Bible ASAP. Amen. We believe in the Word of God. We believe it's foundational and needed, come on, to raise you up for this hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, it was just what was flowing on my heart tomorrow. Tomorrow, just flowing on my heart. Hallelujah, Carol. Come on, then attach your email, Carol. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All aboard. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on. I'm gonna wait for here just a few minutes. Amen. Amen. Well, banner for church with purpose to share on Facebook. Yes. Amen. Yes, Arnold, we will get that out to you. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Excellent word. Well, Julie, be encouraged. Come on. That's over the top in each one of your lives. Kayla, I see it's on here. Lisa, come on, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah, guys, listen. I almost forgot. Listen, we have all kinds of backpacks coming. We have 60 backpacks, 60 back me packs, okay? Listen, we the Lord put it on our hearts, so we already ordered them. We got 60 backpacks coming in, and we're going to fill them with all kinds of cool supplies for the kids and some other things in there for the keiki. And uh, you know what? Listen, and we're going to be handing those out here soon, amen, for the keiki. But we got to fill them still. So, but we still have to fill them. So we're still working on filling them. So listen, if the Lord puts it on your heart, amen, uh, to join us in filling those uh, backpacks with stuff to go to the keikis, right, to the kids, uh, I encourage you. Uh, I'm going to give you a few avenues that you can jump on. Earmark it, backpacks when you uh, when you give to it, and it'll go straight to specifically getting stuff for the keiki uh, to hand out uh, to kids that don't have backpacks uh, that need school supplies and stuff like that. All right, I'm going to give you an avenue to do that. Right there, there they go. You got Cash App, uh, Truth and Fire Ministries. Make sure you earmark it if it's to backpacks or something else. Earmark it to whatever that is. Amen. So, oh, Sonia said hi, Dana. PayPal is www.paypal.me, hashtag truth and fire, Venmo, truth and fire, text to give 719-223-4700, or you can eat, uh, mail it, truth and fire ministries, PO Box 902, Volcano, Hawaii, 96785. Amen. Hallelujah. So, those are some of the avenues as we're putting these backpacks together for the keiki that you guys can jump in and partner with us as we reach out to uh, kids who don't have a need. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord put, it, put that on our hearts. And so we jumped on it ASAP and got them ordered. So if you want to take part in filling those up, please just uh, jump on and use one of those avenues to give to do that. Earmark it. Let us know. Uh, back me pa backpacks for kids. Amen. All right. So, all right, guys. Love you so much. Hey, don't forget. Sure wish I could be there. Amen, Anita. Amen, amen. Prayers for Richardson family, my uncle. You know what? Prayers for friend Takawa. Okay, Carol, we already prayed for uh, uh, Juan. We prayed for Juan. Amen. 
I need two. Sonia says, I need two. Amen, Sonia. Okay, girl. Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we just lift up Juan with the stroke right now, and I would just give you all praise, glory, and honor that you're going to heal him completely and totally in Jesus' name. Father, we lift up Richard. Uh, this is last night, uh, my cousin. So, Father, we lift up the family of Richard, the Richardson family, in the name of Jesus. And we ask you, Father, just to outpour over that family in Jesus' name. Outpour over that family in Jesus' name. Touch them, deliver them, just bring peace to them in this hour of their need. Father, and we thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Hey, guys, love you so much. Be encouraged as it is called today. Clay, love you, my friend. Bless you. It was good seeing you yesterday. All right, I'm going to get out of here, guys. Be encouraged today. Over the top in Jesus' name. think I was African-American, but you can see that I'm African-American. White people can't do that. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the fire of God right now. I, I feel like running the field right now. Shakam bronde kebria tata rando borikata sembro marikatande peradonjo manenende dendele bo sapaya. Hallelujah. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost.
for shizzle. I'm telling you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah!